0: Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Lord, um, you know, I, I say there's been a lot of radio segments that I've done in my career that I, like, cringe over. Uh, this would be one of them. And today, we're going to take a look at it. I'm going to warn you right now, though, it's, it's PG-13 to R, okay? And it has to do with women's panties, so... Yeah, Welcome to the Certified Moms Boy Podcast. Not a great one to start on, arguably, okay? But this is a podcast that I created because my mom, this is a weird transition, my mom has got words of wisdom that she shared with me that really have changed my life, and they will for you too, but then we also talk about women's panties sometimes. I don't know how to describe this podcast anymore. It's kind of a mess. Um, anyway, I'm Steve Kramer. This is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I haven't finished signing up yet for my um, my sugar baby website. <laughs> oh, I started, <laughs> but it costs money. And so now I'm really like,
2: oh. like yesterday,
0: on yesterday the podcast, my mom figured out what a sugar baby was. <laughs> and I started thinking about it because I went to their website and I was like, it wouldn't be a terrible idea. You know, <laughs> it wouldn't be an awful idea if I became a, a sugar baby myself. <laughs> Have a rich woman that could take care of me, and I could just, just do a silly podcast with my mom every day. Uh, but then I realized it costs money. i don't I didn't get to how much it actually cost to be a, let's see, seeking arrangements. Well, see, the people
1: on there are looking for I, I, it sounds like it's guys who are who are wealthy who are looking for women to be their escort, right? I I don't know. I
0: haven't
1: been on the site, but so I guess it it takes money to make
0: money, right? And that's like my, now that's my question. Cause I'm really trying to cut back on my finances, right? Like I'm I'm trying not to spend any extra money, (laughs) but if I look at it like an investment, (laughs) you know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. I think that you can invest your money in a lot better things. I'm just saying. I
0: don't know. You know, that was the one thing that with my ex-wife that I always... (laughs) was uh looking forward to. I was like, well if I can keep this marriage going. Her dad had a lot of money. I was like, I'll to no. keep this marriage going, you know, another 25 <laughs> years.
1: Oh then, not worth it. No. Then never this will be just it.
0: fine. No. I don't know. I've always wondered for those that like can admit they married for money. Like, did it work out okay?
1: Hmm. I don't know. That certainly wasn't my case. Jim and I had nothing. <laughs> Neither of our families had anything. So
0: yeah. yeah, and that's what I, I know, know too. Like once you guys die, I'm not going to like inherit a lot of money. So that's no. not going to be an option either. No. Well, there's You're always this a podcast. Lot. I'm only losing like $300 a month right now on it. So <laughs> it's really it's really going pretty well if you think about it.
1: <laughs> that's good. See, this podcast <laughs> may be a good investment.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a good time investment at least. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Maybe one day I can like sell it. I keep hoping, honestly, this is no joke. I don't know if I told you this or not. I keep hoping that like Ellen hears about this podcast and just (laughs) thinks it's cute and like just wants to like tweet about it or something. Like Mm. that would really be, really be the way to, uh, to get some listeners. Any of those,
1: any of those stars could, could really put you on the map.
0: I'll be honest. Like I, um, you know, I, we we did an episode a couple of weeks ago about, uh, the Enneagrams. And I, the, the woman that was on, uh, Sarah Jane, she has a huge social media following. Mm-hmm. So as much as I was excited to kind of bring her on and talk to her about it, I was also really excited because she said she had posted about it on her Instagram too. And I was like, well, shoot. I mean, she's got half a million you know people on there. They're all going to flock over to this this podcast. <laughs> I mean, we got like 200 other – like 200 extra listens that day, which I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great. But yeah. uh, none of them came back for any other episode or anything. So it's Uh-oh. like, okay, well, that's – Oh. That's not going to be it. So then today I, I woke up and Vienna, who was – if you go back to the More Mama's Boy podcast this week, uh, I talked – I had the interview with um, uh, Tanya Douglas, who was Jake Pavelka's ex-fiance from the Bachelor. And I had tagged her in the post and she shared it with all of her followers, like 20,000 some odd people. Wow. And gonna put me on the map and like um, we have like a hundred a hundred more <laughs> listeners so.
2: that was so,
1: that was so much drama I
2: do and yeah, I, that
1: was I just so it was crazy I do not like that show
0: <laughs> and why don't you like it
1: it's just stupid I mean <laughs> people get hurt on that show and and why would you think that's the way to find the love of your life how many of those um marriages have been successful. Does anybody I don't know think
0: that? I don't think many. I don't I, I don't no. know off the top of my head. I don't yeah. think I ever said this on the podcast, but I actually when I got let go, I applied to be on this next season of The Bachelorette. Did <laughs> I tell you that? <laughs> no i can't remember i told you that or not no Uh, so the the season of the bachelorette is got a woman who her name is claire who's going to be she's like she's a little older than i am you know because most of these kids are like kids you know they're like mid-20s or whatever right she's like she's been on the show before and she's in her 30s she's like late 30s and so i was like well i i got nothing going on let me see Hmm. if i can apply for the show i don't think they're actually obviously taping it right now because nor did i get a call back so it's, no. fine. it's not
1: <laughs> okay uh, i'm happy about that because if somebody going. broke your heart i would be so sad that's what i hate <laughs> i hate it when people get hurt i can't stand yeah. that i don't like that no yeah not for me
0: i didn't really want to go on there to like date i just like i need something to kind of revitalize my career but instead i decided to do a podcast with my mom so
1: <laughs> oh geez.
0: we'll see how this turns out
1: yeah exactly <laughs> if, I,
0: if i disappear for a couple of weeks just assume that i went on the bachelor that's going to be <laughs> or the bachelorette that's the only, the only thing that could have happened
1: you can but it's always, crazy you can blame your downfall on me it's all good yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> either that one of the two things the show just didn't work out or i'm on the bachelorette right. but i will say like i've had a really interesting career because of that show from the tanya douglas interview which was my very first experience with the bachelor show yeah and then when i got to san diego um we had uh crystal nielsen nelson nelson Nielsen, crystal nielsen on mm-hmm. uh, who was like the villain of that season and Uh, She gave a a great interview, and then I had all the drama this – no, actually, no, there was more drama than that. Lace, who was the Bachelor the season before that, or was on the Bachelor the season before that, who was kind of the villain, uh, took me all season, but I tracked her down and literally called her cold on the air the day after the finale because uh, she wasn't able to commit to doing an interview. So we were like, whatever, let's just cold call her and see if she'll answer. And so she did, and so that was an interesting interview. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, I of course, all the podcast drama with Victoria F. from this latest season of The Bachelor. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say I've had a lot of interesting run-ins with mm-hmm. contestants from mm-hmm. that uh, from You're that in. show.
1: You are in, in. On the Bachelor. You are in, baby.
0: <laughs> would you be okay? What? What? I called you and I said I'm going to go on the Bachelorette.
1: Oh, I would hate that. <laughs> what? I would so hate that. Number one, I would hate it if you got hurt. And number two, I would hate it if if you were chosen because I just don't think those relationships stand much of a chance.
0: But you wouldn't like really expect me to like go on there to find love, would you? Don't you think it'd be good for my career? Mm, In what way? I mean, just get my name back out there. Then all of a sudden I'm a hot commodity again.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Got to look at it from the big picture here, Mom.
1: I guess, but you don't have to worry because I don't watch that show.
0: I just imagine <laughs> me bringing somebody home, like, or doing hometowns, you know, like when I oh, go there, gosh. like, I walk into the Yancey household and dad's all crazy and shit, and you're. <laughs> oh, That'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting. <laughs> Um oh. speaking of my family, on Friday, we're gonna bring my sister on again, um, Maggie, my most dramatic family member. Uh, because she did she did she tell you what happened with this whole saw a rat story or whatever? Oh yeah, I know about that one. So Friday she'll come on and she'll tell us that story because it's just <laughs> another good dramatic Maggie story. and. <laughs> It They're always good. fun to laugh at. They're always it she's always good good. To, good to laugh at. All right, let's talk about how to not waste your life. Uh, Mom found Ooh. this article. Do you want to explain what this is about?
1: Um, well, it drew my attention because it's talking about Netflix' latest blockbuster with 90 million viewers in the first month, and it's called Extraction.
0: I don't think I know, I know what that is. I honestly don't watch a ton of. Netflix. Um, yeah. I just started watching Dead to Me. Did you ever watch Dead to Me season one? No. It's really good. Um, I just I started watching the first episode of that. Um, but I don't. I never. I haven't even heard of this story. But anyway, continue. But yeah, I mean it's got it's got good reviews yeah. and stuff.
1: Uh, well, it's saying that it follows Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth as a black market mercenary trying to rescue the kidnapped son of India's biggest drug lord. Movies full of car chases, gunfights, and a whopping 183 bodies dropping at the hands of four himself. It doesn't sound
0: like a very Nancy Yancey kind of movie. No,
1: but listen, let's read on a little further. So at the end of the day, it's about none of those things. It's a movie about redemption. After freeing his target, 15-year-old Ovi, from the hands of a rival Bangladeshi drug lord, Hemsworth character, Tyler, shows true vulnerability in a brief moment of shelter. When Ovi asks him if he's always been brave, Tyler claims he's just the opposite, having left his wife and six-year-old son right before the latter died of lymphoma. But here's the part that caught my eye. Sharing the kind of wisdom that only children tend to possess, Ovi replies with Apollo Coelho, quote, the alchemist that he read in school. He drowned not by falling into the river, but by staying submerged in it. River is everything. It sounds like a temporary excuse today, but won't go away tomorrow. And I won't share all of the rest of this with you, but it says at the end, all rivers flow into the sea. If you don't push to the surface, if you don't start swimming, That's where you're going. No one's coming to save you. You won't get an extraction. No one will beat you into writing your book or asking her to marry you or being a good mother. No 15-year-old boy will serve you the answer in a quote from a book. The only way to not waste your life is to do your best to not waste today. We all fall into the river from time to time, but we can't stay submerged in it. Don't let small regrets pile up in silence. Take one step each day, one stroke towards the surface. You're not a soldier, and no single brief can save you. No standalone mission will define your legacy. Don't hope for a shot at redemption. Redeem yourself with your actions. Redeem yourself every day.
0: Yeah, this is the first time that I feel like I have never i haven't i don't have much of a um support system behind me and Mm. that's not on you but that's on like i don't have like a a wife to lean on Mm. i don't I, i literally have to get out of this myself and yes uh you know i in case you're new to the podcast i lost my job back in january and i got about uh two more months of severance to where i've got to kind of figure out how to get out of this hole when we're in the middle of a pandemic. So it's not the greatest, it's not a greatest situation. Uh, that's also why I'm on seekingarrangements.com because that's also possibly <laughs> oh, no. how I can get out of this. <laughs> I'm really, you, you're laughing. I'm really not laughing. I can't say that, like, if a really rich woman came into my life and I was like, I'll take care of everything, that I wouldn't at least date her. Oh, no. Is that bad?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess it would depend on the woman and where it went.
0: I mean, I will say though, like, you know, I, there are so many things and that's one thing that I had to, uh, I remember like when I, I really wanted to try to work things out with my ex wife. Right. And I, you know, for months would like, just try to like get her to go to therapy and get her to, you know, like, like let's, let's work together. Let's talk together. Let's just go out to dinner and let's just like, talk and you know be civil and just see where it goes but after like months it probably took oh lord three four five six months i mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't definitely wasn't three but it was at least four Mm -hmm. five or six um i one day just woke up and was like i just gotta i gotta swim you know like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. this is i'm gonna die like if i keep waiting for her to come around or make a decision i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. and she wasn't pressing forward with the divorce at all Mm -hmm. Um, she, you know, uh, she was like, yeah, let's get divorced. I'm like, well, you know, file paperwork then. And she never would. So I literally was like, all right, I've got to like swim through this. I've got to like figure out, I had no idea how to get divorced. I had no idea like how to do it or how much I was going to lose or what it was going to look like, but I literally just had to start doing it. I kind of feel like this is part two right now. I don't know quite how I'm going to get a job in the middle of a pandemic and not completely lose everything. Mm -hmm. But I just got to, every day I just kind of wake up and just try to do a little bit more, like just a little bit, not knowing even where it's going to go. Like for this morning, for uh, example, this morning, I just sent a, a program director in a city that I would like to live in and know that the station's not doing great. I just sent him an email and just said, hi, you know, like I know you're not hiring, but here's my stuff in case you ever are.
1: And that quote is so true. You drown not by falling into the river but by staying submerged in it every day you yeah, have to take girl. a small little stroke to the shore
0: right and it's, it takes a long time anybody going through a divorce right now i can tell you like it takes a long time a lot of people reach out to me that are going through it and say like when does it feel better and i'm like, they're like it's been 3 weeks i'm like oh lord you mm-hmm. don't even you don't even know but and I don't even know the steps to the process, but I just know you just have to keep going. You just you have do. to keep doing it. You do. Every day you wake up and you just kind of figure it out a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until all of a sudden one day you're like, wait, this doesn't hurt as bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still sucks, but it doesn't hurt as bad. And then you're like, okay, that's cool. And then it hurts more, hurts more. And then you're like, wait a minute, it hurts a little bit less than the last time I checked in. And so it's just.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked what you said about checking in with yourself every, what was it? Three months, every quarter. Yeah. To say, oh. Okay, let me think about if it's, you know, April, where was I in January?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah day, day over day, week after week. And I, I get yeah. it. Like, and I see why so many people like jump right back into relationships because it's so much easier. It feels so much better than like trying to make everything feel okay by being by yourself. Yes. Um. But yeah. Now, this is a brand new river that I'm in right now. And mm-hmm. that river is just a flowing. Uh, <laughs> it's rocky at the end. I can see the rocks. Like I'm about to go off the waterfall. <laughs> Um, but I don't know why the philosophy would be any different, right? No, it's the same. Just swimming along over here. Right right upstream. Right, right upstream. Okay. All right. Well, that was good. I, um, I love you. Everything else good over there?
1: Everything's good.
0: All right. Well, then we'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Life in quarantine. Another day closer to the end when we can all be together. So stay positive, keep swimming. That's it. All right. I love you. Love you forever.
0: Okay. Uh, First off, thank you so much for everyone that's asked their smart speaker to play the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. A lot of you guys said that it does work and that's amazing. So this week, in case this is the first one you've listened to, is the smart speaker week on the show. And all I'm asking you is to check out the show from your smart speaker. If you've got Alexa or uh, Siri or Google or Cindy or April or uh, Vanessa, whoever, <laughs> at your house, just say, hey, blank, play the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, and boom, see if it works, and then check it out from home. If you're used to listening in the car, maybe check it out at home and and see what you think, okay? So thank you for that. Let's get into your calls really quick from uh, yesterday's Ask My Mom. So in case you didn't listen to episode number 37, Ah, uh, there's a young gentleman who wrote in saying that his girlfriend is uh, she is Latin, and they're having a baby shower down in Chula Vista this weekend, and that she is putting a lot of pressure on him to come because it's the first time they've been, I think, dating for four months. I think was the story, and she's putting pressure or really encouraging him to come, even though none of them are planning on social distancing, and he's kind of paranoid because he's been like quarantined and really doing a good job with this, but he doesn't want to let the family down and she's saying like, it's really important. And I don't know if they're going to forgive you if you don't show up. And so there's all this pressure now. And so my question to you was like, what do you, what do you think? Does he actually go through with it?
3: Hey Kramer, this is Alma calling from Escondido. Um, the worst thing he can do is not, not show up, but to show up wearing a mask. Seriously. I'm Mexican. I was born in Mexico if my husband of eight almost nine years and boyfriend he we've been together for 14 years if he were to show up today to a mexican party with me with a mask i mean he would get made fun of for the rest of his life so um not saying that the coronavirus is not serious because i'm taking it very seriously but i think he should seriously consider not going Not only for the coronavirus, but definitely because he does not want to get made fun of forever. Um, The mask would seriously be a killer. Anyway, thank you for everything. I love your podcast. Love your mom. Um, Keep going. I want to hear every day. I hope you're doing well. Thanks. Bye.
4: Hey, Kramer. This is Alonzo here calling from actually Chula Vista. Um, I don't think this is even a cultural thing. This is just yes or no, right or wrong. Um, absolutely not. Don't, don't go uh, 50 people at one reunion during the pandemic. I agree with your mom. Definitely don't go and just even call the cops to say, Hey, this address here and there and just give an anonymous tip because during the whole pandemic going on, I don't think it's smart. Uh, anyways, love the podcast. Listen every day. Keep it up.
0: I, I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> i don't know about calling the cops per se i i just my my not to say that you're wrong my fear is that that you do that and then the family finds out one day you know somebody gets drunk and it's like remember that one time you called the cops on my family and they all got arrested or (laughs) maybe not the maybe not the best idea all right, we'll come back here in a minute with the uh, moment in Kramer history. We do this on Wednesdays, typically. It's like the wild stuff that I used to be able to get away with back when I first started my career or just really anything to look at, but it seems like I'm really been like like honing in on like the wild stuff because I just can't believe it. I'm just going to tell you this right now, uh, a fair warning. Cause I know some of you guys listen around your kids. Um, this one is, uh, is, uh, but b- 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 it, it involves women's panties. Okay. So there's, there's a fair warning and it's a moment in Kramer history. I'm not necessarily so proud of next on the certified mama's boy podcast. A moment in Kramer history. It has to do with panties, panties. uh, Some people hate that word, panties. What do you call them, underwear? Garments? Undergarments? Um, And it's a a moment in Kramer history that I'm I'm not really proud of. Um, In in case you're new to the podcast, I used to be a radio DJ, and most of the segments that I'm playing in this, this little time frame are moments from my Panama City, Florida days. It's when I first started in morning radio and we were just trying to be wild as humanly possible. And we were, as you've noticed over the last couple of weeks, we literally just found the wildest stuff to possibly talk about and just go for it. Well, now the segment we did pretty often, it was called, I bet there's nobody in Panama City dot, dot, dot. And every week we would come on. And the point was that I would get uh, Hopefully, just so outrageous that nobody could call in. It was like a a task on myself. Well, after hearing a, a story from a radio friend, we we decided to uh, <laughs> we decided to ask this question. I've got a friend in radio that told me this story about a caller he had recently, and it made me so jealous because the story was out of control. Mm. Um, I don't know the whole setup, but here was basically what this woman said happened over the weekend: was she sold her panties? To a guy or at a club and he asked to buy her panties and she actually sold her that she was wearing, took them off, sold her panties. Gross. Why? I, she wanted to make some money. She was I at a guess. bar and she said, okay, I'm going to take them off. And she sold them. So I, this morning, oh. damn it, I hope we can match this story. Wow. I bet there is nobody in Panama City who has sold their used panties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: For money. Okay? Gosh. For money. Okay? And it's not like a celebrity. No. It's just like you.
0: Some creepy old dude. Maybe not even that that old. No, uh, it could have been any
4: creepy dude at this point. Okay.
0: So for some reason, you sold your panties to somebody. Uh, Listen, I will keep you completely anonymous if we get a call, but I don't think we will.
3: No. I don't think we will. No one sells. I don't even know how that happens. Sixty seconds starts now. If you
0: have sold your panties to make a little bit of a profit, I need you to call me up right now. 230-WILN. Two three o nine four five six. I would love to be up to be able to match this story. I'll keep you on the voice disguiser. I don't need your real name.
3: Yeah, I just don't. I don't think you're
4: gonna
0: get anybody. I would normally say no,
2: but. I've seen people do some crazy have too. stuff when they're a little, trust dipsy. me, I've been what? around the uh, around the block.
0: I bought a lot of weird stuff. Panties? No.
2: No, because, uh, Ross, like, yes. what did you,
3: like, did you happen to see them and think, oh, those would look nice on my current girl? Like, what do you do check with checkers.
2: those? They smell good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> people have some weird fetishes. I okay, stop, 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 stop. Hold up. Does she want to be on The Voices, guys, or anything, or is she good? Double check that. I just want to make sure that this she and real name is fine. Okay. Oh. Real name? Is that is that name okay? Are you sure? Double check it, Mandy. I don't want to be giving away anybody's identity. I mean, damn. Help oh. us, Lord. Just say
5: Mary. Hey, Kristen. Hi. Hi. How are you?
0: How are you? <laughs> A
5: little embarrassed. It's okay. Oh it's
0: my. all right, girl. Okay, so explain this to me. You've sold your panties for money.
5: Um. Yes. Um, a group of people from work, we had gone out to um, a local gentleman's club, I'll say. Oh, my. And, you know, the alcohol's flowing and you're dancing and you're having a good time. And this guy,
2: random guy,
5: like, I guess, likes a short skirt and asked what kind of panties I was wearing. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> and uh, I don't know Why? But, yeah, he, uh, he wanted to see them first, and I said, no, I'm not going to show them to you. Yeah. Okay. And then he, he said, uh, how much would you want if I wanted to buy them off
0: of you? Don't answer that question yet. But hang on. <laughs> but Before you tell us how much they went for, you did finally sell your panties to this man.
5: Yes. I Yeah, I went to the bathroom and took them off. Okay, okay. And <laughs> brought them back
0: out. <sighs> Holly? Yeah? How much money do you think she made from selling these panties? She's wearing them. She took... it. You know, obviously people were drinking. Yeah. How much money?
4: I'm going to say a cool hundred.
2: Yeah? Mm -hmm. Miguel? How old was the man? Uh, He
0: I would say maybe in his 50s. How old were were you at the time? Uh,
5: At the time, I was, I think, 28, 29. How How hot are
0: you one to 10?
5: How hot
0: am I? Yeah, if
2: you had to say.
5: Mm -hmm. I'd say probably an eight or nine.
2: Wow! I'm gonna say 300.
0: Oh wow! Because
2: when a guy goes to a gentleman's club, he has some serious cash on hand. Yeah. And if you're probably older and you maybe go there frequently and you see a woman that you like, you're willing to shell out some serious cash. Damn. But for panties a nine? I'm not why? Pay some for why do we okay. okay,
0: Kristen, I'm gonna say it's 100 bucks because I I just think that that's a pretty easy number to get to. Yeah. Kristen, solar panties for how much? Uh,
5: 150.
0: $150 oh, wow. $150 man that is impressive Kristen
5: I bought drinks for everybody of yeah, course you did of course you house. did
0: mm. I hate to tell you but that segment actually did go on that was just a small clip of um, of that <laughs> but one can only take so much of looking back at one's history and not feeling terrible about himself and the content that he used to produce you know I went to college for this you guys I went to college just to come on and be like did you sell your panties <laughs> Like, I've never talked to my mom, and, Mom, I know you're listening right now. Like, I can't imagine, like, this is your son. And you're like, hey, my son's on the radio. And your mom's friends are like, that's so cool. Let me listen. They tune in. It's like, you ever sold your panties for money? Call me. Lord, 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 Lord. It was kind of funny radio, though. Anyway, that's a a moment in Kramer history. (laughs) I kind of want your feedback on that. Like, I don't know if even playing that back is too far. I don't know. That was on public airwaves. That was on public airwaves. Anyway, I think we can cleanse our soul after that one, right? This podcast is such a weird podcast. It's like all over the place. But we do end with good news. Uh, good stuff coming out of the coronavirus because we always say, like, yeah, there's some craziness, but there's also some really, really good stuff, too. So... um, We'll start with Guy Fieri, which I never thought we would say that. But the Food Network star, chef, and lifetime restaurateur, Guy Fieri has raised more than $22 million to help restaurant employees that have been unable to work during the COVID-19 shutdown across the country. Fieri created the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, into which he poured a large donation from the heaviest-hitting CEOs involved in restaurant business like Pepsi. Coke, cook, and uber eats he said uh, my entire career has been in the restaurant business from bussing tables to flambe captain to dishwasher to chef i've done it all i also spent the better part of the last 15 years traveling this great country meeting other folks who've dedicated their lives to this business and let me tell you something they're the hardest-working, most real-deal workers you've ever met, the heartbeat of the communities, and that is so true. And the fund has already helped over 40,000 workers uh, across the country with $500 grants to help them get through this difficult period, and uh, the, the thing gets bigger and bigger every day. So anyway, I will put that uh, link to the sh- in the show notes if you want to be able to find out more about you know I That's one, one industry I really worry about, man, the restaurant industry. And just them, um, I worry about people that were artists, Like, how are you guys making money right now? You know, uh, uh, radio DJs I'm worried about us because it's fine. It's fine. Uh, And here is some amazing news. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and report this really quick. And even though it's not completely confirmed today, by tomorrow, I'm sure it will be. uh, It just got notification from the L.A. Time. This is not good news, but it will turn into good news. They are saying, uh, 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 um, and I quote the L.A. Times, breaking Los Angeles County stay-at-home orders uh, will with all certainty be extended for the next three months, L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer acknowledged during a board supervisor's meeting on Tuesday. So that's not the great news. But... On other sides of the world, it's really not that terrible. Um, Many countries are actually seeing the new number of COVID-19 cases wind down to single digits over the last week. Four places, including like Hong Kong, who was hit hardest by the pandemic, are celebrating now zero new cases. Yeah, Hong Kong actually has gone now 22 days as of Monday without recirculation of the virus within the country, which is so good. Another country that's going to be announcing the same thing soon is going to be New Zealand. Ever since Monday, was it Monday? Uh, Let's see. Ended their stagnant lockdown procedure less than a week ago after Monday passed without any new cases of the virus. Cool. Also, no new cases in the U.S., Montana, and Hawaii. It's the very first time in two months the spread has halted completely over on Hawaii. Also free of new cases is Montana. The Big Sky State reports no new reports of patients with the virus. So, I mean, here in California, not great. Other places, though, looking a lot better, which is good. Okay, and I don't I don't want to do this, and I probably will never do this again, but I'm sorry. I cannot go without playing the same Guy Fieri clip that we played a couple of weeks ago, probably in the first couple of podcasts. At the end of the show, I do this Make Me Laugh. It's something I saw online. I still laugh about this. And since we're talking about Guy Fieri, I feel like it's only appropriate.
2: Can someone please explain to me what the hell Guy Fieri ever did to anyone? (laughs) Y'all know who I'm talking about, the celebrity chef? People shit on that dude all the time. (laughs) And as far as I can tell, all he ever did was follow his dreams. (laughs) Do you understand? People are horrible to a television personality, and he didn't do anything wrong. Here's what he did do, America. He started a company where he hires everybody. He pays more than minimum wage. He gives health benefits before he has to. He has a non-profit where he gives pretzel-making machines to schools so they can fundraise. I know that one sounds like I made it up, but I swear to Christ, it's true. (laughs) He works with Special Olympics athletes, and if you need a little more sugar with this medicine, he also officiated a gay wedding. Yeah. But because he has flames on his shirt, everybody shits all over this dude like he's a member of Nickelback. And by the way, what the hell did Nickelback ever do? They made 40 million bros happy. Yeah, you don't want them walking around pissed off. That's how we ended up in this mess.
0: Yes. I mean, how often do you get to talk about Guy Fieri? It doesn't happen all the time. You take advantage of it. So, All right, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I, I genuinely mean that when I say I appreciate you. I do. Anyone that takes time to listen to this show and be a part of it and to check it out in your home speaker this week. is awesome. I'm working on some new contesting for the show. Working on some new uh, special stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I hope you'll be excited about So, Stay tuned, everybody. Okay? I'll see you tomorrow for an Ask My Mom right here on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. How about tell a friend, too? That'd be cool. Alright, love you. Bye.
1: Remember, you can call or text the show anytime 888-Kramer8 That's Kramer with a K. Hey,
5: Kramer. It's Samantha from Vista, just calling regarding the episode about you wearing a poncho. I can't even find it anymore. But anyways, um, the guy that called you an asshole and all that fun stuff, he obviously loves to hate you because he saw the, the picture, one, so he still follows you, right? Unless somebody showed it to him. So it's just funny to me that he's all angry about the whole thing. I don't know, it's just funny. Just thought I'd tell you that. Anyways, I love your podcast. Bye. Hi
2: Kramer,
4: this is Jessica Colleen from Phoenix. I am catching up on the podcast and I just listened to Is He Corn Cheating? I'm actually not done with it. I was right in the middle of it and I decided to give you a call. Listen, I they've been together long enough, because they have, I think, like a six and a nine or something year old daughter, daughters. So at that point, you know your partner well enough to know if he's acting suspicious. I think if she DM'd you, it's because she feels something in her gut and she just needs you to tell her to investigate it. She needs that, that confirmation that that is not normal. Unless he is very OCD and very clean or has health issues and he's worried about catching something because she's still working, then she should know that as well because we've been together long enough for her to know that. But if that's never been an issue before, then 100% she should question him. That's it. All right, that was all. Thank you so much. I love your broadcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Bye.
1: Okay, that's it for today.